So remember we used to sh- we used to start this show with the stock market. Yeah. That? <laughs> I felt like that was so long ago. Uh, I'm gonna start putting. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start another segment. That's my DraftKings picks. Ooh. I'm solid. only doing golf. I, I really need you to get on the baseball train. What is up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Powered by Keystone Sales and Associates, your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic. Also, I have to apologize for last episode's horrible um, audio on my track, the producer's track. Actually, I ran it up. uh, I talked to... Uh, corporate about it. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. Mm. Um, no answer, huh? No. <laughs> yeah, come to find out, I was not recording through my mic. I was recording through my headphone mic, which is janky. So, apologize, but we had to spit it out because there was some good nuggets in there. But just riding and me again. We got some some breaking news coming up. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. That's not. HVAC related so everybody just turned it off probably so without further ado let's get it going yeah come on So since we're crunched for time on here, uh, we're running up against the limits of our Zencaster account this month, uh, which means we've been busy, which is cool and fun. Um, so at this point, you know, seat back straight tables in your upright and locked positions and let's roll, <laughs> trade crew. Um, thank you very much to Platinum Sponsor One Thing Marketing. Um, I had another meeting with them this week, finishing up some of the vendor hub stuff. So the website is close. I know we keep saying that every week, but it is. Say, right? It's, you told me it's, that it's right there. It's, it's just right there because you know, they had to, they had to fix our edits. Um, we had a couple of edits, a few questions, um, but all that's getting taken care of. They have taken great care of us. So if you were looking for some support in your marketing and web development department, please make sure to check out one thing marketing. You can find their info in a lot of different places on our our page as well as going to hvacrnd.com and clicking on them to get more info. So again, thank you to Brittany and her team. Also, please make sure if you're not following us on social media, go find us on Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd, LinkedIn at hvacrnd, as well as on Facebook and Trade Hounds. 
like I said, Vendor Hub, go check it out. Join the mailing list. It's close to launch. Any other info in the link tree of our social media bios. But uh, at this point, it is time to crack a beer. Mm. Well, what you got there? It sounded like a little 12-ounce can. I think I think you know what it is. <laughs> I'm, working, I'm working on the stash. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can... So... Your, Getting through uh, the stash. Your hibernation. We'll discuss, yeah. Yeah. Beers. We'll discuss the hibernation beers uh, a little a little shortly. All right. I so I got, you got something special. I do. I finally, I brought, I've been trying to bring a little something to the HVAC, the brew crew. So I have a beer here from Nodi Brewing Company. Always throwing out some good beers. This is a cheer wine ale. Ooh. Right? It's for the, the Carolina boys. That's Boy. it. This is a this is a big boy too. Let's see what we got. Oh, nice. it came out and hit my nose immediately. <laughs> this smells like cheer wine beer. Let's nice. See. Wow. It is literally cheer wine. Of course. I don't know how many how many uh, listeners know what cheer wine is. You know what's funny is there there were God, people just, that really is it that close? Damn, yes, five point two percent, solid. I'll send some pictures out. A uniquely uh, southern wheat ale crafted with perfect touch of cherry, proudly presented from two family-owned companies in the Carolinas. Love it. So they actually, you know, they partnered up with them. Which makes it even better because it meant they actually both wanted it to be a quality product. I can much appreciate that. Um, I know there was a there was a food line close to where Kristen worked at one point, and I used to see this couple every now and then when we'd be in there. And dude, they would have two whole shopping carts full of cheer wine every single time I saw them. And I was like, and then one day we were just trying to figure out what they were doing. And it's because they weren't from here. They lived up oh. north and they they had all these friends that drank cheer wine and they would they were older and I guess retired and they would just pool everybody's money and they would drive down here and buy carts of freaking cheer wine and drive it back <laughs> home. <laughs> I mean it's pretty good. It's, I mean, it's it's good. I don't know if I guess it's not, I mean, I guess you could compare it, but it's hard to beat a Cherry Coke. But, it, and, and Cherry Coke is delightful, but Cheer Wine right. is just different. It's different. Yep. Yeah. God, this tastes, man, you're going to have, a tri- you're going to trip out over this one. Dang it. Four pack was 10, 10 or bucks. 11. Yeah. yeah. $11. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, about right. That's expensive when you're uh, right next to it as a 24 pack of <laughs> something for 17. Yeah. They are pints, of course, but yeah, no, when I cracked it open, it, it, it smelled like straight cheer wine. Jeez. All right. So we got a ton of stuff. I mean, if you're listening, you know, when you're listening to this, a lot has happened. <laughs> we- yeah, a lot has happened. It is. Yeah, it's it's opening day, so it's March thirtieth. It's opening day. The Braves are up four to two right now over the Nationals. Top of the seventh, runner on first, two outs. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, 
Well, they yeah. know what happens. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They so this know. is what happens when we get we get ahead of ourselves on the we have to we got one show in the hopper, so we are recording and you know we're staying ahead of the game. But but there's stuff. also there's a reason we're staying ahead of the game because some uh, famous podcast partner of mine is uh, taking a little trip on an airplane rocket ship next week. Yep. I am headed to Cancun. First uh, all-inclusive resort for my family, just the four of us. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be weird not carrying around a wallet or anything. Just ordering food and drinks all day, every day. Haven't ever experienced that, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, do you have to have like a wristband or something at least? Is it kind of like a cruise boat? You got to show them your card? Well, you do. No. You do get like a wristband just okay. There it is. showing that you're staying there, I guess. I don't know. Which they, they do that at uh, Redneck Riviera, old Dirty Myrtle. Some of, the, some of those resorts will send out the old rubber wristband. Corey is looking forward to having a drink with me he's 18 which is legal in cancun told him he could have one with me try it out i'll be honest the first time i got just torched on tequila was in cozumel (laughs) did it turn you off tequila from then on honestly no everybody says that you know you hear that all the time it really didn't we went we found like this little uh you know, tequila, tequilery. I don't know if it's an ABC store. I can't remember. Instead of a taqueria, it's a tequilaria. Is that it? <laughs> I think Somebody, you said it right the first time, but I don't, I'm not going to attempt it. Somebody's going to punch me in the face through the <laughs> mic on that one. Um, but anyway, I mean, they had this walls of tequilas and they were all in like uh, poor casks. So you would just try this one or try this one or try this one. It's, right nuts and Ooh, by the that, time we get and it's like whew. it's dangerous because like by the time we got to the other end trying everything we're stumbling around in this place yeah um, which one's your favorite i mean i don't know i don't know the boat's this way and then i remember, <laughs> I remember we were walking out of that place and it just started to dump the freaking rain like out of nowhere just monsoon level and we were you talk about getting sober quick because we were just trying to sprint to get back to the boat it's like, yeah, I don't but, even know why we're trying to not just walk because it didn't matter if you ran or walked, you were taking a shower. Well, the last Ooh. time we, I was on a cruise with my, I went on there with my brother-in-law and his family, me and him are at the swim up bar. Yes. Drinking the rum drinks. And we're just sitting on a stool and the water is about, you know, chest deep there. You're just sitting on a stool in the water and you're looking around and. It was time to get out and go to the boat. And you think getting off a bar stool in a bar is bad? Mm. We got off, you know, you kind of weighed out. We hit, when I hit my feet, hit land and I got out, I was like, oh boy, this is not good. You're just heavy. Yep. It's all that sugar and, I mean, those drinks, man. They just, they smell like sunscreen and they just go down. <laughs> boat just drink. Go. 
boat drinks they just go down but man they just hit you right over the head who knows what kind of rum you're drinking too over there well and then if they're like you want a little more and they just dump the rum on top of it you're like okay yeah and, and rum is like that you can just kind of drink it and it just hits you so what have you been uh what have you been working on um well <laughs> <laughs> the last two days a whole lot really <laughs> the last two days has mostly been uh answering my phone um it's it's mostly got out everywhere at this point i still haven't put anything or changed anything on social media i'm kind of just letting some dust settle um but after 10 years and just about a month um at the same company i decided um, that it was time for me to make a change and do something a little bit different. Um, I'm very grateful for the opportunities I had where I was. Right. And I'm very grateful for a lot of the mentorship from people, um, especially our first president. When I was there, he had a very huge impact on, on me personally, as well as my career. Um, this is... I've had I've had a lot of things kind of some shade thrown at me, which didn't really make a lot of sense in some cases. But those things happen. Um, but I won't say a bad word about that company. They were who helped build me into who I am. Well, I was going to so, say we've all we've all had jobs and left jobs, and yep. I always try to look back and think, man, you know, I got a lot from that job, and I did. Um, people have had jobs where they're miserable. If you look back, you still you got something from them. Maybe you know. Yep. Stepping stones, right? Like, yeah. But no, it was it was a good company. There are a lot of good people there. Are a lot of people that I'll miss very, very much. Um, and one of the nice things about our industry, in some ways, it's very small. But you know, or excuse me, in some ways, it's very big. But in a lot of ways, it's very small. So, I I hope that I will be able to maintain some of those relationships, at least on the friend level, that deserve it. Um, and, you know, there's always going to be that time somebody needs a helping hand with something. So, you know, reach out. I think I'm not leaving in anything, but I'm, I'm here for people that are friends. Um, that's the way it's supposed to be. So enough about that. I'm, I'm excited about some new opportunities and being able to, to do some different cross sell into some different parts of of our industry, which is really a lot of what excited me so much about trying something different. Um I was going to say, we still have a sales guy on this show, so don't yeah. everybody freak yeah. out. Yeah, sales guy is still here. Um, <laughs> We've and, had too much marketing shit out there already. <laughs> well, and, and some of the stuff, there's there's been a lot of things the last couple months that, um, especially with pricing changes and a lot of other things, it just there's, there's times where it's a little bit hard to talk about some of the stuff you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis because you do, um, you know, and I greatly value the integrity of the company that I work for and the company I'm going to work for. Um, right. But also for my own customer's sake as well. Um, so there's things that sometimes have to be played close to the chest. And I think that's the way it should be. Um, I know I saw another podcaster asking about, you know, what do I say podcaster? I guess he is kind of a podcaster too, but mostly social media um, community leader, I would say. Um, asking about what contractors want from their supplier. And I'm, I'm curious 
to eventually, hopefully maybe get a chance to see his talk when he gives it and kind of talk with him a little bit more about what he's heard, because that's definitely something that continues to be on my mind, especially going from one distributor to another is, you know, in what ways can I, can I build upon the existing culture to make it a better place for, um, contractors that potentially may transition over, um, or, you know, continued, you know, advancement of new customers going forward. So that's a very, it was a very interesting topic. I know it's something we've, we've talked about from time to time, but like I said, the last several months, we really haven't gotten as much into it, um, for certain reasons. Um, but I'm looking forward to some of those, some of those restraints, um, coming down a little bit and, in some ways us being getting to be a little bit more open on some stuff with the show. So that makes me very excited. I was going to say, that's a, that question, man, you, that's literally a whole show. Yeah. That's a loaded question because I've, I've talked to, let's say you talk to a technician who works for a small company. Um, maybe there's four guys. He's, he's one of two techs. He helps with installs. What's he like out of a you know distributor? Then you got the owner. Then you got a um, a big company where the lady orders parts from them. What does she want out of a distributor? Like, there's a ton of working parts there. And I've talked to guys. You know, when I was in the field, like I wanted to be able to call them, give them a model number, they give me the part number. When I get there, get my part and leave, and then. You know, I want my salesman to be available if I need questions, you know, if I had questions on a matchup or something like that, all that's, but every guy at a company has got probably different wants and needs out of a distributor. So, yep. And it's, how do you take in, in a lot of ways, especially as the salesperson, it's how do I take all of those different beliefs from all those different customers and want to make sure I remember them. So that when, when I'm having interactions with them, I'm doing things the way that makes their, their life of doing business with me easier to deal with. Right. Um, and that's something I've tried felt in a lot of cases that I did pride myself on was really being able to talk to any customer about whatever they needed. Yeah. I mean, we had Justin, you know, I remember him saying, uh, that episode, you know, with true blue, he's like, yeah, I mean, love the, I think it was the Reem guys, you know, like my, I like my guys, man. They, they take us out to lunch. They they're there when I need it. If I can swing by and uh, get a part on a Saturday, or they set something out by the dumpster, you know, you never know. Little things like that go a long way. Yeah, and that's it. At the end of the day, it's it's doing the right thing and taking care of the customer the way you should. Um, so yeah, um, in some ways, I, I feel like I, there's a lot of re-energizing of myself that I think is going to come out in the next couple of couple oh, of yeah. shows at least. So I'm excited to kind of get kind of the, uh, I guess the sales creative juices flowing of, you know, learning new products, learning new facets of the industry. Um, you know, I've, we've talked about it. I've always been primarily residential like commercial sales on here, but now I'm going to have some opportunity to, to get into some larger specialized commercial um, potentially some chillers and cooling tower retrofit stuff, stuff that I've wanted to learn about. Um, you know, ever since uh, we listened to Cajun Joe talk about his crazy cooling tower he worked on, <laughs> I have been fascinated with wondering how maybe I could learn some of the stuff even from him about that. You know, and now being able to potentially go out and talk to 
you know, big mechanical contractors about doing something like that with them. Just kind of, it's exciting. It's interesting. Plus, uh, we've got, uh, some Canadian listeners. Um, one is happy that I'll be joining his team and the other one is heartbroken that I'm not joining his probably. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, so congrats on that. And I know we've talked before that we hit walls a lot on this podcast because of the two jobs we have. You know, I'm a manufacturer's rep and Ryan's in sales with a distributor. And we're still going to have, like you said, we got to keep integrity here. But we are going to be able to open up a few more things and talk about, you know, possibly some more brands and what we're doing. And, you know a little more help out for the listener and just create more content. That's it. But, um, and that's, I'll be honest, that's really one of the reasons in some ways we've not, we, neither one of us have produced as much content at times, especially even the last several months is because there's just some things we've had to, you know, live by and that's okay. You know? Um, well, that's the business too. That's that's the the industry. That's it. So like I said, I I think we're going to start hopefully seeing, some more even more creative and interesting things from from the both of us i'm really i'm excited to get back into some of the at least once a month or bi-weekly um tech 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 tip stuff as well as sales tip things especially since one you know learning learning some new brands i can kind of i may be able to develop a few more sales tips and tricks for those things as i'm learning them on my side to share with people so yeah stay tuned yeah, we may actually get to work together a little bit. Which is exciting. Yeah. That's what we had before. So <sighs> Insert the boys are back song. <laughs> Looking for All right. You get a job. You get a job. You get a job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to insert Friday. Um, <laughs> need to get a jobby job. <laughs> jabby job job. Jesus. So... I know you did talk a little bit about you've you've been working towards an Arzell training plenum, um, but what else? I think you I don't I can't remember honestly if we had talked about um, the other training cart you're working on. Yeah, I'm still getting the parts together for it and figure out how I want to build it. But I want to build a uh, a geo geo cart. Nice. I found a couple that I'm trying to mimic off of. Basically, you're, you know, I don't know if it'll be a geo slash water source heat pump style, like, you know, hybrid. Yeah. I think I'm going to put like a little low boy uh, water heater on there or a tank. Well, so, you know, something like that. Question here. Um, just because there's going to be a lot of questions Dennis gets on this show that, I, that are going to help certain manufacturer people uh just because i'm learning some things myself now what is what is bosch's outlook on what they think geothermal is going to be because it's still it's still very costly and the biggest reason people went that route before was because at the time it was super expensive but the tax credits were huge and now do they feel geo is going to have a bit of a resurgence one um and i had another um, TM friend of mine discussed this with me this week, so I'm stealing this from him. Um, but he and his family had put in a whole lot of geo stuff, and they said a lot of it right now is coming coming back around to change out period for it 
So right. they were they were seeing a bit more of a bump. They said, you know, when we were installing Geo stuff, we do thirty, you know, thirty to thirty five systems a year. You know, now we're seeing them change out. They're ten to twelve years down the road. They're starting to see maybe ten to twelve change out or retrofits a year, which was a market that I hadn't really thought about lately. Um, until well, I was going to say that's the only guys I typically deal with. They're yep. changing one out. Yep. Um, there's only just like any town I'm assuming there's only a couple around that are full blown installing it yep you know there's never hundreds of companies doing that no because it's not a cheap install crew to put together that and so I don't know I'm I feel like yes it is a great it is a great system but and I'm and I'm always I'm not one to say you know what it's not going to pay itself back or blah 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 right like most homeowners are, are not living in a home that long um, five ten years I mean as a general rule you know the new generation of homeowner is you know moving jobs in five and six years I mean people don't keep yep. jobs for long anymore um, yep. their homes they don't keep anymore the market gets good they sell it (laughs) i mean yep so the seer ratings that we can achieve and the 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 house performance that we can achieve now with standard stuff i don't know man well and that was i've had the numbers are tough there yeah that was going to be my next question was because now that you're seeing higher seer inverter systems really start to take over the market you know they get tax credits. They're not as much, but they're also not quite as expensive as that geo system would be. You know, you're spending twenty grand instead of thirty, right? You know, which, I, mean, I thought geos were in the forty-five to fifty. Well, and now they probably are. That's what um, I mean. I think forty-five so, is. Uh, I mean, which I mean, I've, I've seen contractors charge thirty-five grand for a four-ton system. So, you know, yeah, with duck work and yep. Now that's another thing, yep. like. If we compare Geo to five years ago's 20 seer system, right? Or 10 years ago's standard yep. 20 seer. Those, I mean, full communicating 20 seer plus systems were super expensive. Yep. They were still cheaper than having Geo put in. Yep. But Geo is the most efficient product there is. I mean, that's right. But it's, uh, you know, it comes down to the rebates to me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot to it install-wise. I think, you know, that card I'm building, I feel like I'm going to use it more showing water source heat pump. You know, that's what it yeah. is, essentially. Um, but I worked on a ton of those in Atlanta and in high-rises above ceilings. That's that's where I okay. saw that product. So that so, makes sense. And well, and you saying that, I'm like, well, I might be able to go after stuff like that now. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, Bosch makes great, and they're you know they, uh, like I said, I don't want to make this a. Bosch no, we're, we're well, we're not trying to. We're, and everybody, uh, those things are built to order, you know, by yep. order. So it's uh. Nobody has, you know, millions of them sitting in their warehouse, that kind of thing. Nope. But, yeah, it's an impressive, I mean, there's a few, there's several brands out there. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like there's more of that. I mean, I've worked on them in Charlotte, you know, in high rises. They're hanging above a drop ceiling and they're, they're horizontal. And, uh, but yeah, there's still coming. I mean, there's some, there's some good sized companies in Charlotte that are. Oh yeah. Putting geo in, but most companies that want geo training, they're changing out. They're doing change outs. You yep. Know? And I I only dealt with a few in my time here. I, I, I didn't sell a single geo system the whole time you and I worked together, but I'd sold three or four a couple of years before. Um, but it just kind of, uh, it's ironic what I was selling is actually a private label Bosch product, which is funny. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I won't say it on here. I won't throw them under the bus. Um, but yeah, it had been a long time since I'd even looked at a geo, let alone sold one until um, the other day. Well, like in how, okay, so the house I'm building, that's going to be foamed. And let's say you'd only foam the roof line. I mean, you've ran loads. Mm-hmm. That's coming down. That price, it used to be 20 grand to, you know, to foam your little shop out back. Now it's, you know, 10 grand to foam a whole three bedroom, two bath house, walls and everything. I mean, prices are coming down. So you take that load on that house, you throw in a 20 sear that, literally never hits max hertz rating i mean literally never hits full capacity okay so it's running all day pulling two amps on a freaking 98 degree day it's pulling three amps running at half throttle you run the sear on that it starts to get close to 30 if not bouncing off 30 right so what how high do we, you know, where we hit that, that threshold there where, man, I really want to just put in, you know, spend 45 grand and put this geo in. I mean, I don't know. I just think with the housing performance and, and what our units are doing now combined, you know, back in the day we were putting geo in and the house was not great. (laughs) Right. House was, the heat load on the house was higher, you know, so I don't know. I mean, we're doing we, away with, uh, I mean, you know, we, we want to get rid of gas too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. And I know dad and I did try and remember we did only a handful of geos, but everything we did up there had to be, you know, loops. There was no boreholes in the mountains. Right. We had, no, we had, we had a homeowner, um, we had a homeowner in God. What is that community? I was going to ask it's you a, what kind a, of loops that you or what did you see piping well, up there? All we could do were loops. That was the only option. Boreholes, like I said, I mean, absolutely outrageous. Um, we had we had a homeowner that was building this this house. One, it was on the side of a freaking mountain, obviously, um, but right. it was up in this very expensive, like uh, balsam golfing community. It's like if you're going over the mountain between Silva and Waynesville up in the mountains off 74, uh, that neighborhood's up kind of in the middle of that mountain. Hmm. And they wanted to put in, I think, I think it was maybe eight or nine tons worth of geo systems. And it was going to be, I think, 
eight to ten boreholes to something crazy to actually do it. And it was going to be like 30 to 35 grand per borehole. True. If they even could, if they could even go deep enough because they're on the side of a mountain. They're literally yeah, I drilling say, a rock, period. Is it 300 a ton? Am I saying that right? Or 100 foot a ton? No, I, mean, I swear it's 300. Google. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to freaking remember. Something. It, it was, yeah, I'm sitting here thinking when you, how much your tonnage you're talking there. Well, it was it was multiple split systems. It wasn't just one right regular one. I think it was two threes and a four or three threes, something like that. I think there's a general number on that. I'm drawing a blank. I have a slide for that. I have a slide for that. Where are you at, Tech Trainer? I know, I haven't. I've only done one Geo class, and that was a hot minute ago. It's just nobody, there's, like I said, that where I'm at, it's just not really a big demand for the training on it either. There's a picture of it, and it's deep as shit. <laughs> How deep is that? Uh... At least 3,000 meters on this bad boy. Oh, boy. Exploration and observation. Okay, so, nope. It's an observation borehole. But part of it is they've got... So, this is interesting. So, they've got the injection well and reproduction injection wells going from the heat exchanger into the heat pump into this thing. And then it says exploration and observation borehole. So, next to these two deep level bores and I guess they did it so that they can see characteristics through all these different types of stone right yes so they've got you know the two main boreholes for the system and then they have an observation one where they can walk down I guess next to the boreholes or something and watch what they're doing it's almost what this looks like that's insane Borehole research in okay. New York State can advance utilization of low enthalpy geothermal energy, management of potential risk, and understanding of deep sedimentary and crystalline geologic systems. So, if they're three to five feet deep, like a, let's, let's say we're talking Man, about I a horizontal we were to go three thousand meters, I was getting my science brain on. Sorry. For that. <laughs> well, so if we're talking about a horizontal loop, three to five feet deep. Five to six hundred feet of not deep, five to six hundred feet per ton on piping. So, typical home requires quarter to three quarters of an acre for trenches. I mean, these neighborhoods that I'm <laughs> around here, there ain't nowhere to put it, man. No. I no mean, way in hell. They sell they sell homes around here with their yards are listed in square footage. Yeah. They're and not so listed in acreage. The the last one that I had sold went way, way down um between Wadesboro and the South Carolina line, middle of nowhere, onto a dairy farm. Um and actually Actually, excuse me. That's not the last one I sold. That's the last one I had to go get worked on that had been sold by our company, by a previous salesperson. And it was drastically undersized for what it was being used for, for mm -hmm. one. And two, 
they put the ground loops under the parking lot. Oh, boy. Yeah. And they went under the parking lot through like a a sedimentary pond and then back as well. But all the run, all the lines were all underneath the name parking lot. If they were to ever have to pull them up, good luck. Yeah, and then when you got then you got all these restrictions about dumping water into certain you know reservoirs and pulling mm-hmm. it out and dumping. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. I just feel like there was a time. I mean, when I went to school for HVAC, we had a we talked about geo and I'm. And it's like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. And then as our heat pumps start progressing and our products and our motors and everything and our homes, like I said, can't forget about our houses. They're, they're not the same either. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm all, I'm, it's, it's getting really close there between those two. I mean, I've seen the unit I'm using in class, and we run tests on it, and we check SEER on it and EER on it. We're not checking SEER on it, obviously, but we're checking EER right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, the 15 SEER product that I'm training on will spit out 25 SEER at any given time. I mean, rated as a 15 because it's rated wide open, but you, you throw that thing in a house that's just foamed on the roof line I mean it never hits wide open it's uh, pulling about 3 to 4 amps in a year like total now actually here's this is something I hadn't thought about until just now so let's say you're out and you're selling one of these new inverter heat pumps and a, a selling point here so um, in-home sales guys, here's one for you. Um, yep. When you go to Mr. and Mrs. Smith and you say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we're going to you know, offer this inverter product because it gives you really one overall a higher comfort level in your house. But also, if you make some other minor additional changes to your home, such as maybe in three years you want to foam your attic and take out what you know existing insulation maybe it was blown in or something you pull it out and you put true foam or you're taking bats out and putting blown in to make it up to what r38 yeah right having a product like this that would actually you know let's say you had a three-ton system traditional and now you take a half a ton or a ton away of load from it that system is now never going to make their home comfortable you can go in there right. and you can sell an inverter product and say, if you guys do something like this that actually lowers your energy load on your house, you actually will see a benefit from it because your unit now will have to work even less. Yeah, I don't know how many times I went to a 1990s house built in 95 to 2000. Went in there. They're like, yeah, it's working, but it it's just old. And it just it ain't It just ain't keeping up anymore. Well, that's kind of weird because the size hasn't changed. What's changed? That's it. Right? So what do companies do? Yeah, it's just old. You know, we tell you what, we'll put you a bigger one in. We'll go to two. We'll go to <laughs> from two and a half. So we'll go to three. We'll add it. We'll just add a return. You got plenty of supply. We'll add a return 
cut one of those in and you'll be good. And they're like, yeah, cause I just think it's, you know, I just think we need a bigger one. What's happened oh, yeah. is the insulation in the attic is now flush with the joists. <laughs> and it's, let's say it was blown in, in the nineties. Yep. And it settled and it, so it's not only is it not bat insulation, it's blown in, it's settled on, now it's six inches deep instead yep. of 38. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, so guess what? I mean, I don't know how many times I went in the attic and I'm like, all right, look, you can either, um, and it sucks as a contractor because what are you going to do? If you put in the same size as there, the heat load is not the same on the house anymore. You put it in, they blow in the attic. You know, some guy comes by next week and says, Hey, we're, we're, we know this neighborhood is old and, uh, we, we blow in attics for $700. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. whatever, $2,000. They blow that attic in. If you went up a half a ton, now the house is just not going to be comfortable because it's not going to run. Nope. It went from running 20 minutes to now it's going to run about eight minutes and shut off. And uh-huh. that's where inverters come in and I'm pumped. Like, yep. I'm pumped for the contractor now that I'm, I'm, I'm out of the field, but we don't have to try to nail that load. I mean, you can't. And that's not saying you shouldn't. Line. And that's, that's definitely not saying you shouldn't know how to nail a load calc. Absolutely. You should. Yeah. But there's so many changing things but, there. Right, but right. but I'm saying, you should you should know how to do one. You, this isn't this isn't a get out of jail free card. I've never sized a house, so I'll just put a five ton on everything and it's fine. It shouldn't right. be that way. It technically could be that way, but that's not what. It's well, there I'm for. saying we we at least drop the half tons. Yep. And we got a unit that can start any brand, right? Let's any brand inverter. Let's say it can start at you know twenty five to thirty percent. So now yep. we've we went. Now we're starting at a ton, ton and a half on on stuff, and the the other beauty of a of an inverter system is it don't stop at a hundred. So on that ninety eight degree day where you couldn't run a run a load based on that temp, right? You can't run a load based on ninety nine. No. I mean, not 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 legally, right? So, um. But we do hit those temps and most inverters will go to 110, they'll go to 130, they'll go to 120, somewhere in there. And you won't get that call that's like, hey, it's it just won't kind of come under 76 today in my house. What's going on? Like, well, you know, the load was a three ton. I had to put a three ton in there. And how do you explain that to Omar? Yeah, they're no like, joke. yeah, but we paid 25 grand for it. It's hot today and it's not cool in my house. It's like, look, I... I couldn't design it for that temp. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like it's hot outside and I paid, <laughs> I mean, they just don't get it. Uh, I mean, homeowners are getting better at being able to explain stuff to them. I know that sounds weird, but yeah, they're a little more informative when you come in um, for the most part. But yeah, that, that variable speed, man. And, you know, the product I train on, it's just variable outdoor. It's not indoor. The indoor doesn't move. So their curtains stay blowing. You know, they want them curtains blowing. 
nothing like a variable speed air handler that slows down to to nothing and miss so and so it's like something's wrong with the airflow yep. my curtains exactly. used to blow exactly exactly <laughs> no we, we that that happens all the time you the also handometer <laughs> yeah you also see that so many times just the whole my curtains blow thing that's made me laugh but there's so many times where you go into a house and the homeowner doesn't remember that they closed all their grills <laughs> i've seen that happen with 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 older people in the mountains um yep. And they're like, well, this is not running. And they forget they closed certain vents during the winter and opened other ones during the summer for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, golf season is approaching. Yep. Masters week. If you're listening to this, you already know who won the Masters. Dang, you guys suck. I know. I have no idea. Somebody go get in their DeLorean <laughs> and hit 88 miles an hour and come back and let us know so that we can go play some quick bets at Harris and we do this for the rest of our lives. All right. So you remember we used to sh- we used to start this show with the stock market? Yeah. Remember that? I like felt like that was so long ago. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start putting... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start another segment that's my DraftKing picks. Ooh, I'm only doing golf. I, I really need you to get on the baseball train. Dang it. It's nine players though, man. <laughs> I got to learn some players again. It's uh, it, well, that's gives you, yeah. I keep talking about it. Look, no, new job. Is there, now, got, is there a, <laughs> do they have premier league on DraftKings yet? Oh Yeah. Well, there's soccer on there. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, but it's baseball season. Man. I know. Damn it. Speaking ah, get of that, that soccer out of here. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, Liverpool has done nothing but shit the bed all year. So <laughs> it's been out of my system for a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, so DraftKings, uh, on the golfing side, you pick six golfers. And then you put money on them. You put money on your team, right? So this is not sports betting. I don't. I can't do sports betting where I'm at, but I can do DraftKings. So, which is sports betting? I mean, I don't, I don't know what the difference is, but crap! Um, I don't think I can actually. Maybe I can. I have to see. Next episode, oh, crap! You are in North. Yeah, you yeah. Might not. <laughs> Next episode, we will know. Yes. Ooh, I'm gonna speaking pick- of which, Braves yep. are up. Four to two, two on top of the ninth. So hopefully, Bravos are going to do well today. My Red Sox are getting their asses kicked. Justin, Phillies uh, fan, freaking Orioles. Justin's other team. I think he was going. Wasn't he going to the opening day, opening uh, game? Did he say he was going opening day? I yeah, I think he did. That. I'm pretty yeah. sure he did. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. speaking I'll of that, work on it. you're gone next week. I need something to do. Right now, it's you got to pick nine players, which is tough. You got to pick a, you know, you got to pick a whole field. You got to pick a lineup. My brother was doing pretty good at it, but he was literally looking into, and this is why I think you could do it. There's so many numbers to run in baseball, man. Yeah, no joke. Like this guy hits good at this park only, and. <laughs> against this pitcher and yeah that one i don't know if i have time for but 
I, I got time it's a lot for, of all fat so. for a, I got time for a gut a gut feeling pick or two <laughs> yeah I mean the most the most money I've ever won on DraftKings was 4500 bucks on a $20 bet and it was the British Open I still call it that the Open and I was falling asleep in the bed trying to pick my team and I'd fall asleep and I'd drop my phone I'd pick it back up and I'm like oh crap I hadn't finished this I'd click it again then I'd fall asleep then I'd wake up swipe swipe pick a player (laughs) and I crushed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, cr- I picked some off the wall people and they were like first second third that's um, hilarious that's when phil and henrik stenson were battling back in the day well that is old school right there yeah we lost not really guys. old school not really old school because we're not nah. that old but it'll really um, be old school 20 years from now but 2015 i don't know 2016 somewhere in there is when i hit it yeah i mean next day like boom Put it in my account. Then I got boned on my taxes. <laughs> uh, so um, we don't have a crawl space confession. For one, we cannot get anybody to send that in. We got to figure out how to drive that. I, know, I, I don't know how to do that. I really thought that more would come in from us just discussing them on the show. But um No. What if we could just go on Instagram and say, "Hey, we got to repost. Done, we've done that. Got to repost that. Zach Attack. We got to um, repost that. Yep. And I need to. Uh, I need to finish um, Jason's stuff. So we talked about the. Uh, did, didn't we talk about the raccoon picture on the show? Yes. So I found the raccoon picture where it's looking down through the freaking ripped filter and the filter grill. Yeah, I mean, he's in the return, looking yeah, at he's, it. He's literally looking down from the return, <laughs> and I had a couple of little short cartoons called Trash Panda Manor that were posted <laughs> way back when we had our old Instagram that I've redone this last week. <laughs> so I'll, tr- I'll try to remember to throw those up. Speaking of golf season, I still have uh, tendonitis, golfer's elbow, tennis elbow, but I'm on to something here. Typically, it's about a six-month healing time. Well, that's not going to work. It's March. No, it will be. It's April. Golf season will be over. So, Ish. I did a little research. Came across this, uh, you know, website. Been around. It's been around a while. But there's some peptides on there. I did not get the injection form. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Um. I got the nasal, like, spray. Nasal spray. On the bottle, take it out of the pack, says, not for human consumption. Right out of the gate. Like, (laughs) uh, so I do some research on it, and it's, they seen, they seen it work the best in racing horses. Healing. Mm -hmm. Injured, you know, training and so I'm I'm like three days in on it and it's uh it's working. Not gonna lie. Nice. I don't know what else is happening. So far so good, but uh it makes sense you're a Mustang owner, so you can hide it that way. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. TB500 is the peptide, which has been around a while, and uh, but it's a nasal spray. But yeah, the not for human consumption on the bottle just kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> well, you're not consuming it, luckily. I mean, I am. No. Essentially, I'm, yeah. So I'm either going to run faster or it's going to heal my arm. One of the two. I don't know. Hopefully both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to get mean, this elbow looking, ready. If we're looking best case scenario here, hopefully both. If not, then you're going to have to be my coach all summer. Because <laughs> I'm going to actually get to go play around a golf again, everybody. I'm excited about that. Yeah, you got new clubs. Yeah, still. They're still new. Three years huh. three years on, they're still brand fucking new. They're out of date now. You need new ones. <laughs> Uh, they got the they got the wrappers on them still. Uh, some of the irons I think still do. Oh man, yeah, we got to get those. So going. yeah, we're gonna get those going. Uh, I've I've still got to buy a new putter and a driver. Um, I think those are gonna be gifts to myself. Um, here pretty soon. Okay. Yep, that's right. You don't have a driver. Nope. And I don't have a putter because couldn't find it. I, I still cannot find it. I have no idea what happened to it. Um, I did have what back in the day it was like a three hundred dollar tailor made nubbins putter that was sweet, but I have no idea where it is. I could not find it in mom and dad's house back in October when dad was having surgery, and I looked for three daggum days. I remember when you went up there and looked for it. <laughs> so we have some. Uh, we we ha- we've got some Ricky Lee sports management coming up, coming soon. Waiting on her to fish some tournaments. We got that coming. I do have a Jobin for you. Yep, I know we're running up against the old clock. Oh, we got four minutes. Sweet. <laughs> All right, here's the Jobin. You have. I've only listened to this one time, so. Hey, Dennis, this is Jobin. Hey, I've got a problem. I have been arrested again, and this time it was a true accidental mistake that I didn't mean for anything bad to happen. Not that I meant anything bad to happen the first time, but <laughs> I had to change the compressor out of this lady's train system. And the, you know those condensing, it's a five ton train system. That thing's five feet tall and I'm only four foot 10. So I couldn't look down in it. So I had to figure out how to get it out. And I didn't have a ladder. So I climbed a tree with a rope and I was gonna like pull it out with the rope but the tree looks right inside of the second floor bathroom window. And that lady was in there using the bathroom and saw me and got me arrested. And I, I've got a problem. I need Keep you to help me. Give me a call when you get a chance. <laughs> of course he's arrested again. Dang, I'm peeping Jobin. Peeping Jobin. <laughs> that does. I oh, have been down man. in a train, train unit trying to take compressor out. It does stink. Uh, I've still got that picture of you hanging inside of a <laughs> package unit. Yes. I gotta find that again. At least you got a big flat top to lay on. That's true. All right, so we got three minutes left on our thing here. You got some shameless plugs you want to throw in there? Uh, I guess so. So uh, thank you again to Platinum Sponsors, Keystone Sales and Associates, the premier PHVAC manufacturer's rep in the Mid-Atlantic. See, it is a mouthful. It is. It is. I had to take a breath. (laughs) 
Uh, as well as One Thing Marketing, please make sure to follow us on social media at hvac.rnd on TikTok and Instagram, as well as finding us on LinkedIn, Facebook, as well as Tradehounds. Make sure to check out hvacrnd.com. And for anything else, just check the links in our social media bios. And we are so grateful to have everybody here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support and the well wishes um, from everybody. Um, yeah, upward and onward. And let's get it going, y'all. Yeah, come on. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>